Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not the same as personalized therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or to submit a poem for me to read on the podcast, email me at homecomingpodcast at gmail.com. Also, to build our community, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, co-journers. I'm glad you're here for another episode, and I'm appreciative. We have a poem this week from Gina Destry, and Gina's poem is entitled, I Just Am, A Full Moon Surrendering. Under tonight's full moon, I surrender viewing myself. I refuse any feelings of being less than, incapable, habitual in a negative sense, as even having identity. I surrender my lack of change and my belief that I will always struggle with the same things. I surrender my backbone. I surrender judging myself through any lens. I just am. I call forth love, pure love, for myself and others. Allowing my journey to evolve with an open mind, I just am. And as my path will cross others, I give and receive without judgment. With acceptance and trust in the guidance I receive on each path I find myself on. I revel in the freedom of removing all lenses I have looked at myself through and forgive myself for the judgments I have passed upon myself. I love me. And I call that forth in my evolutionary pathway and journey on earth and spiritually. Yes, Gina, thank you so much for your poem as we release our judgments of ourselves all of the shoulds that can lock us in a box of shame, of condemnation, of self-rejection. And we really get to that place of simplicity, of being, not so much doing, pursuing, chasing, uh, trying, striving to get anywhere and to be anything besides who we are but to really embrace ourselves, to forgive ourselves, and as you end the poem, to love ourselves, yes? And this is in in such alignment uh, with today's topic. And the topic on today is purpose without parenthood. Purpose without parenthood. And I received this request uh, from a listener who was dealing with the heartache and grief of having wanted to be a parent and it not working out. So the relationships not working out and then feeling uh, that she is at an age uh, where it is not likely and trying to determine how can you have a fulfilled life? 
How can you have a life of purpose if it does not include being a parent? And so I want to really frame it from the standpoint of the question, uh, simply because I know there are some of you who may be listening who are not parents and do not desire to be a parent. And so for you, the it's not a question, right, of what does what can life look like uh, without children, because it's not something you wanted. Uh, but I really want to center in uh, today's episode for those who desired it, right, who that was the picture you had um, of your life. And I know many times we create these timelines uh, when you're growing up of, you know, the age you're going to be when this happened, when that happens, when you believe you'll get married, when you uh, believe you'll have children, how many children you think you're going to have. Uh, for some of you, you may have even had names picked out or ideas about what that role would look like, what your life would look like. And uh, when our manifestation or our reality does not match uh, the dream, the hope, the desire, the plan, the assumption, the expectation, then it really uh, can be a wounding, right? can be very painful. And so before we jump into purpose and, you know, getting busy with creating the life that you want to create, I want to invite us to have permission uh, to grieve, right? To grieve the loss of what never was, to grieve the loss of dreams, to grieve the loss of hope, uh, to grieve the loss of time. And I should name additionally, while uh, some people, uh, parenthood didn't happen because you wanted it to be in the context of relationship and the relationship didn't happen. I want to name also uh, there are those who may be listening who uh, the reason it didn't happen was because of fertility difficulties, uh, infertility. And uh, I want to name the, the disappointment. I want to name uh, for some the depression. I want to name the anger, the frustration, the grief, um, the deep feeling of longing, of desire. And for those who have had uh, miscarriages, sometimes multiple miscarriages, uh, the deep grief, and also uh, the deep sense of it all being unfair, right? Uh, because, you know, most of us, many of us know people who didn't want to have children that had children. And so when it was or is a desire of yours um, and that is not happening, uh, really feeling how how unfair, right? How unfair it is that you desired uh, what has not come about. And so I wonder if you have had space and permission to grieve. I wonder if you have had space and permission to feel and speak and share uh, your outrage, your disappointment, 
your frustration. And if you can give yourself the space, the emotional space, the time, the permission to honor truth. And your truth is important. Sometimes we can think for cultural reasons or religious reasons that we are not allowed to have despair or that we cannot admit it to others or even to ourselves. Uh, Sometimes uh, it can be our own personality or our trauma history or our, our socialization, the messages that we received growing up that said, um, you know, either if you can't do anything about it, then just get over it or keep trying, keep trying, keep trying, right? And so uh, many people find themselves in the busyness of trying um, or in the uh, busyness of trying to stay distracted or trying to prove to yourself and to others that it didn't matter anyway or that it doesn't matter. And I want to name that your disappointment matters and that the desire that you had for family life in that way, for parenthood, uh, is an understandable, a beautiful desire to have. And so uh, your tears matter and your journey your journey through this process over the years, whatever these years have been, have looked like for you, whether looking for love or uh, trying to bring um, a pregnancy to term, whatever this, this process has been for you, to really take that in, to take that in and to reflect on the loss, right? The loss. And I invite you to take an inhale in through the nose. Exhale out through the mouth. So we come to this question of purpose, of fulfillment, even coexisting with disappointment, right? So I want to name how we can think about shaping a life that has purpose and fulfillment. And I want to name that one doesn't necessarily erase the other. It's not that you will never have the longing again or that you will just forget all about your grief or disappointment. And yet you can have a life that has joy in it, a life that has connection in it, a life that has uh, purpose in it that is possible, that is possible for you. So as you begin to think about your life going forward, I invite you to consider what are the stories you have told yourself about yourself and perhaps even what are the stories that your community, that your family, that society has fed you as it relates to you not having children and to push back on those lies, those myths 
those assumptions about your worthiness, about the importance and significance of your life. And so as we build a life, we also have to think about what we need to dismantle, what we need to reject, what we need to release in terms of our ideas about who we are. Now, I am very much aware that we don't exist in a vacuum. And so there are people around you who will have negative opinions about you or who will devalue you both in their thoughts. And some people will actually even make statements uh, about your age and about you not having children, uh, whether you are with a partner or not. And I do not take it lightly, the labor that can be involved in trying to resist all of those messages. And I invite you to be intentional in your friendships, in your circle, in who you spend time with, to be in the presence of people who actually see and celebrate you. If you are surrounded by people who define and decide upon worthiness based on checking off these uh, boxes, including parenthood, then it will be even more of a struggle for you to hold on to truth. And so I invite you to reflect on not only what are the stories that you have told yourself, but also what is the supportiveness or lack of support uh, that you receive from those around you. Yes. And the reality is you are enough. The reality is that you are whole. The reality is that you are sacred. The reality is that there is meaning and purpose for your life. And there are times in which you may have received the message or even thought yourself that, you know, the purpose or meaning of life is to pass down what you know to biological children. And so when you do not have that, then you may then uh, falsely conclude that my life is meaningless or purposeless. And so we want to really say, as we start building uh, and creating and really abiding in life, being present to your life, that it will require me rejecting these false ideas about myself for me to uh, destroy the scale uh, the scale that determines my worth based on uh, pregnancy and parenthood. And instead, to begin to ask yourself, what are the diverse ways in which life has meaning? And then more specifically to you, what will give your life meaning? 
right? Instead of focusing on what I will not have or what I do not have, what are the things that are in the realm of possibility, gift, skill, uh, opportunity for me to create a life that I enjoy, that I appreciate, that I see the value in. Yes. And so as you begin to think about meaning uh, and purpose to really uh, think broadly and what can help you to start expanding your ideas is to think about people uh, famous and uh, unknown or uh, people, you know, personally and people who you witness publicly uh, who are not parents and to look at the diversity of ways people live their lives, the rich range uh, that is available for these years that we have and the different ways that people utilize their time and their resources uh, in order to have a sense of meaning and purpose, that there are numerous possibilities that are all around you, right? And so sometimes you have this idea in your mind that someone who does not have children must be lonely and miserable and bored uh, or that they just must be uh, selfish or materialistic or whatever these myths are, these false stories are, to take a look actually at what do you see around you? You know, what do you see you? Sometimes we feel like we're the only one right? That you're the only one in your circumstance. Uh, but there are many, many people who live full lives um, and have not had children. So to begin to recognize that you are a part of a community. I know when you are longing for children, it can feel like everybody around you has children, right? That everybody is pregnant, that everybody um, is living the life that you wanted. And yes, we acknowledge there are people who are living uh, close to what you had imagined for yourself. Uh, and I invite you to shift your attention, to broaden your attention, to really attend to uh, people who are living full lives and who uh, did not become parents. As we think about that, I want to uh, give you a word that we use in psychology, generativity, generativity. And so what do you generate with your with your life? What do you create with your life? And so for some people, what they are creating with their lives are uh, the children they have and the children they mold and shape and nourish. And that um, is in some ways their gift going into the future. Uh, that will outlast them, that will be here beyond them in the physical, right? But that is not the only way uh, to have generativity. That is not the only way uh, to pass down aspects of yourself going forward into the future. And so there are uh, so many ways that we uh, can give of ourselves, uh, it may be with your creativity, 
that our art outlasts us, our art lives on, our writing, and that can be as formal as writing a book, it can be our journaling, it can be our posting, uh, that what we write, what we create, uh, is a gift that we give. And also, as we think about the many uh, children who are around us who are desiring affirmation. Now, I don't say that to say it is a substitute, right? It's not, oh, you know, well, just do this, right? Or just uh, for some people, the path will be uh, becoming a foster parent or uh, adopting or even being in relationship with people who have children and then taking on that role. Uh, for others, it may be mentoring, uh, being an auntie, uh, showing up in people's lives in ways that are transformative. And I invite you to think about outside of your biological parents, who were the adults that made a difference in your life? It may have been a neighbor, a teacher, someone in the community, a coach, uh, who were the people who really saw you, who spoke life into you, that gave you guidance, that gave you support emotionally and or financially and or spiritually, and to know the important role, the significant role that adults can play, uh, not only in the lives of children, but also uh, in those that are young adults that are entering uh, your field uh, behind you. And so to think about what is uh, the knowledge I have for my lived experience and how might I share that, right? How might I share that with others? And we also consider uh, the ways in which our uh, nourishing of ourselves and our healing of our wounds and the term uh, that some of us have used, which is reparenting, can also be an important part of purpose and meaning, right? That if your purpose in being here is to be whole and to fully realize and fully utilize all of the various aspects of yourself, then the gift that I am giving to the world is my free, liberated, whole, authentic self, right? That when I show up and when you show up, in the fullness of who you are, that is a gift, right? And nobody else can do that. Nobody else can be you, uh, that you are uh, uniquely, beautifully made. And the ways in which we get liberated really liberates the spaces that we are in. And so your free self, uh, your healing and healed self, your transformed self, your nourished and nurtured self can actually be your generativity, 
right? So before I was talking about like products, what you might create, right? With your uh, business, with your uh, creativity, what you design, what you put out in the world, right? And then I was talking about the ways you can give of yourself to other people, whether to children or to adults. That is another way of generativity. But then I want to really highlight the ways in which you nourish and care uh, for yourself, the ways in which you are really invested in your healing and wholeness and living that out is another form of generativity. And then I want to name uh, the ways in which we can commit significant parts of our lives, time and resources to the issues that we care about, right? So what are the the passions that you have? What are the concerns that you have that when you look at the world around you that you want to be a part of change in what area, right? You want to be a part of uh, improving and enhancing life in what way, right? So, you know, for some people that is concern for the environment and what they can do in that area. Uh, for some people, it may be helping uh, survivors of abuse or trauma. For some of you, uh, that is concern about uh, the treatment of animals. Uh, for some of you, it is addressing uh, issues of mass incarceration. Um, there are those of you who have a heart uh, for the elderly and the realities of elder abuse and wanting to be an advocate around those issues. And so what do you care about, right? What do you care about? What moves you, right? And that may be like a large issue as I'm naming. Uh, we've mentioned on this program, human trafficking, uh, sexual assault, uh, mentoring for children who are first-generation uh, college students. So you think about those larger issues, and then you can also think about in your direct community and circle, right? What are the ways that you would want to give of yourself, right? If that may even include uh, creating a support group for other people who are uh, trying to find purpose without parenthood, right? That that can be a gift that will nourish you, you give and receive uh, in those spaces. And so I invite you to consider both the grief and the gift of your adventurous life. I invite you to think about not just the closed door of parenthood, but the many open doors that are available to you. I invite you to celebrate yourself by knowing that you are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. I invite your soul 
to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home. <laughs>